Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Welcome to Right On Radio. Yes, you're back with us, and we have a new name for the Tuesday show. It is called Intel Tuesdays. Do you what like that? Great name. I love that. Because we're doing kind of intelligence on Tuesdays. We're tending right. to do interviews on Thursdays, and then we do Revelation Sundays. Yes, <laughs> I, I look forward to the Sundays every week. <laughs> yeah, you were really missed this week, but Jody and I had a great time. It went down so many paths jesse you gotta catch up it's kind of fun Uh, and i think and i think there were some prophetic words in there as well that i realized post show yeah no i heard that i mean that that you did a debut and i missed your singing and then you were given prophecies and i didn't get to hear them yet so well I didn't know they were prophetic at the time, but I certainly believe it now, and I'll rerun that in a second. But before we continue this conversation, she's back from special assignment. She's not only a best-selling author, she is laser-focused on the light. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, perfect for our conversation today. Is Jessie Zaboner. Yes. I was almost going to say a laser focused on the light. That might be better to make it a single focus, you know. Well, listen, Jesse, and where this came up is, you know, literally, because we're talking, we did the little bit of a pre-show preamble. Mm -hmm. And look, this show, as we mentioned, look, over a month ago, is really about dark to light right now. That's right. And the deceptions of the light. Mm-hmm. We're still working on the dark, but I, I'll tell you everything that I'm seeing, Jesse, is the dark side's going down quick. Yeah, it, it seems that you know I would confirm that it, it seems like it's gonna things are gonna change and take a shift pretty quick here. You know, even in, in okay, this is going to come out totally wrong, but you know, I'm spending time just meditating with the Lord and kind of opening up my mind and you know, attempting to listen. Um, I shouldn't say attempting, I was listening, just <laughs> I, I wasn't always hearing not. words. <laughs> <laughs> then a word, a voice came into my head, and I don't think it came from the wrong side. Let me just say that. But it was the voice of Obama, hmm. the Phoenix. And it was before the selection cycle. And it was this simple phrase, and you might even remember it Joe, you don't have to do this. Wow. And what I think I heard out of that is what is this? Mm hmm. Hmm. And I think that is going to be one of the shocking things that comes forward. Now, our audience knows because we call me acting Pedotis, right. <laughs> you know. Um, so I think some of that stuff's going to surface uh, sooner yeah. than later. Yep. You know, the hunters are becoming the hunted. Uh, there's a hint right. there, but, you know, there's a lot of stuff. But, Jesse, you're back from special assignment. Do you want to tell about where you are and some of the people that you connected with? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was at the Patriot Conference in Dallas, Texas, and amazing time. You know, first I want to just put a shout out to uh, we had so many fans that were there and thank you to each of those people who introduced themselves came up. You know, that was probably the best part of the conference for me um, because as they came up, you know, they were telling me how the Lord is working in their lives and the Lord is just doing something so amazing. And it's so humbling just hearing, you know, all the details of, of how God is moving in each person's life. And, you know, I was kind of picking up a theme that, you know, the Lord is planning such an amazing work coming up in Texas, you know, that I'm, I'm just blown away. Um, you know, I did want to say there were a couple special people. Um, I didn't get to run back into them after our first meeting. Um, but, you know, Tom, if you're out there listening, please get a hold of me. Um, you know, write, write the show at writeonjeff at gmail.com and let them have your contact info because, you know, I think the Lord's got some big plans and, you know, I believe they're supposed to be part of it. But, um, you know, so, so that was, the, there was so much in between time, you know, it really was well run. Um, it, it was a great conference to attend. And if you've got those coming up in your area, I would encourage you to support them and to, you know, at, at least attend one. Um, the people who put them together were, did such a great job. But you have, you know, just such a mix, you know, that um, it, it's got a Christian focus. It's got a God and family focus. But you do have people, you know, where um, they'll promote that focus, but you know that their heart's really are not completely sold out to, you know, our Lord Jesus Christ. So, um, you know, in essence, we, we were there to enjoy ourselves, but found ourselves kind of in the midst of, of a, a war, uh, spiritually and having to be fully armored up. Um, you know, what is the enemy attacking? He's attacking the mind. And so, you know, I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, as we talk more and more, Jeff, you know, we're going to be preparing and equipping people um, how to deal with the light side of the system that's being ushered in. Because you have to be fully equipped and the war really does start at the mind. And even at this co conference, they address that, you know, that this is a, you know, this is a spiritual, this is a digital war, um, you know, how how does the digital intersect with this? Well, you know, think about it. You're on all these platforms, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or, you know, YouTube, and you've got millions of people's thoughts and opinions hitting your mind, attacking your thoughts and opinions. And, uh, you know, so that's really where we need to be focused as individuals scripture says that you know that we have the mind of christ that we have the helmet of salvation and let me tell you there is not a better time to learn about that helmet of salvation and put it on and use it than now um so you know we have some major warriors in this fight it was really really cool 
Um, I'll be honest, and if you hear this, General Flynn, you know, I'll be a little embarrassed, but, um, you know, when we first got there, we went to the sports bar to have, um, you know, lunch and stuff. And the very first person we see just hanging out, you know, arriving and stuff is General Flynn, such a humble guy, um, you know, was talking with us, let us take pictures, um, you know, and just a really great guy. So we, we really enjoyed that. We, uh, we also, you know, got to briefly conversate with Sidney Powell, uh, George Papadopoulos and his wife. So it was really neat. There was a lot of big people there, um, all just really humble people. You know, they, I'm not used to that. You know, I, I've dealt with some politicians and people in the political realm, and usually they're walking a mile a minute you know, they would, they don't even look at you. They're just focused on their job and you're kind of following behind, throwing your thoughts or what you want to communicate to them as they're on the move, you know, but these are people who genuinely, they, they just were taking the moment, talking with each individual as they came up. Um, so that was really neat, you know, that, you know, besides, you know, the conference part where they were up publicly speaking, the, the in-between times, you know, they were eating with people, talking to them. and just The great walking. ones are humble. Yeah. Right? The great yeah. ones are humble. But, you know, when you talked about the, the listeners that have come up and, you know, they, they shared their hearts with you and how much more, you know, they've benefited from the show, that ties in with what I believe was a prophetic word. It wasn't pre-rehearsed on Sunday. The, the Lord showed me that this show is going to save many people. And it's no, no, we're not saving like Jesus saves. Right. We're, what what he's using this show for, because there's no other show like this one, Jesse. I know you're on a lot of other shows. Right. There's no other show like this one. And one of the things that we're exposing here on this show is going to be the end time deception. That's why we're doing revelation. That's why we're doing all these things. And we're talking dark to light and we're going to contrast and, and you brought up the thing about, you know, the helmet of, of salvation and, mm-hmm. and Jesus. But, you know, the buzzwords on the light side of the system, for instance, are going to be Jesus consciousness. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> that- yeah. I mean, and they throw those things, you know, that, you know, like, you know, the collective thought, the collective mind, um, you know. Love. Concepts. Yeah, the love. And, you know. It, they take it to the extent, you know, it sounds great because, you know, they bring out the concepts like, you know, why are you wasting all your time and energy and mental, you know, thoughts, thinking negatively, complaining, you know, uh, slandering, saying bad stuff about people, you know, even like our Pedotas. They're like, why do you agree waste with that? Energy? Right. It's like, it sounds great, right? But then it takes the twist. It's like, you know, what do you keep your thoughts on? Okay. And what's interesting, um, you know, I have to be kind of careful the way I say this, but it was like they would have, they had the audience repeating phrases and it, it would sound harmless, you know, like he'd ask the question, who's a patriot? And, it, and everybody was supposed to respond, I'm a patriot. 
And then he'd ask it again, who's a patriot? And they end with, I am. And then and they soon go they'll to, add divinity to that. I am divinity. Uh, they kind of already did. Yeah, that <laughs> that you have the power to, you know, direct thoughts, to direct the narratives, to, you know, create the new narrative. So they're already going down that road and, you know, they do talk about God, the creator, and, you know, there'd even be throwing Jesus out there or Christ once in a while. But here's where it gets down to is the what they're taking away is God's sovereignty that, you know, we serve the Lord God Almighty, who is the sovereign creator, who in his divine plan, you know, literally wrote and formed the days that were made for us. He says that in Psalm 139, you know, that he formed all the days that were for us. Okay. So, you know, did he just form that, you know, on such and such a day, you're going to have this big event and that event is the only thing in your life he cares about? No, you know, it says he formed the days and I am somebody who believes in God's sovereignty that it is moment by moment. You know, he, he cares what you eat for breakfast. He cares, you know, about every little detail, every thought, and he wants all things to be subjected under his feet and to his sovereign will. You know, he wants us to be asking, Lord, what is your will for me in this moment? And he will gladly share with us what his will is. And so really it's taking away, you know, when you start to think that, oh, I can direct my thoughts. I can, you know, direct what's happening in the moment. I can create this positive energy with a positive outcome. What's at the forefront of all that? I, 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 and who's God in that situation? You're making yourself God instead of subjecting yourself to the sovereign will of God. And so, I is the letter in the middle, directly in the middle of the word pride, which is the sin that God hates. And and here's the thing, the deception is, and, and actually I shouldn't, well, it is a deception, but there's a fine line. Yes, you do have the power to do all of these things. You're created much higher then we've been living because we've been suppressed. But the devil's been using this magic for thousands of years and has trained the illuminated ones to use this magic. The thing is, the light side is coming up saying, you can do all these things. You are divine. Where Jesse and I come from the place, and it's hard... I want to have the right words to juxtapose it. I'm going to ask you to come out with that scripture in a second, Jesse, because that's yeah. going to really do it. But the thing is, we can do all these things, but we do all these things in him. Mm -hmm. And then that's why Jody's working on this course specifically, praying in his will, capital right. H. Uh, you know, we want to give you the tools to see through the deception and it's going to be Look, it's a massive deception, and the Lord says many of the elect will fall for the deception. Yeah. We want to arm you within the show using this platform. I believe this is what God is having us do now, is to arm people to say, yes, you are powerful. You can use this power, 
but the enemies creating his army of people to use these powers too, but they think it's for good, but it's not. Yeah. And you've got that. I mean, like I said, you've got a lot of very good hearted people that, you know, really it is becoming a fine line, you know, because you've got the light side so mixed in with those who are true, genuine Christians who are in the fight and the battle. And, and they really are in the fight together. You know, they're taking down that dark side. Um, so, you know, their hearts are that, you know, they do want to stop trafficking. They do want to stop, um, you know, the evil and wickedness that's going on. So we have to remember that, you know, there is a, that quality to their hearts that, that they are good. But, you know, scripture tells us that, you know, in those last days, you know, one of those characteristics of, of lawlessness is that it has that form of godliness. It has that appearance of godliness. But what is this distinguishing marks? How do you, you know, figure out which side of the line they're really on? Because you can't, you know, it's a fine line. And I'm going to tell you that fine line is so fine. You know, it's like a tightrope. You, you can't stand on it because it's too thin. Mm -hmm. You, you are on one side or the other. And, you know, so the verse that the Lord keeps giving me to distinguish, which is new now, the new official verse of radio, <laughs> right? But it says, you know, Jesus says, I did not come to bring peace upon the earth, but a sword. And that's that double edged refiner fire sword you know, and you only come out on one side or the other of that sword, the refiner sword is going to test you. And either, you know, you come out on that side where you are full heartedly submitted to the sovereign will of God, or, you know, you're not, and then you're going to be receiving the judgment side of that sword. So, um, you know, that, that's what draws the line. And so I look at that, I look at what people are, you know, teaching and speaking forth. And, you know, are they admitting that, you know, this is a fight, it's a war? Yeah, they're all saying that. But are they, you know, bringing that truth that Jesus is going to be bringing judgment because of that? you know, and that really this is a fight for our minds. This is a fight for souls. And, you know, if they're not, you know, if they're speaking that peace, prosperity, everything's going to be good. Um, you know, we're entering into this utopia. Um, that's where you need to be leery because Jesus said, I did not come to bring peace. And, and that's where it's heading. And, you know, when we do a big reveal show, and I've actually got a lot of it planned already, Jesse, um, one of the things we're going to talk about with this Nasara and stuff like that, because I believe it's going to happen. I believe it's going to be a good thing. And by the way, for this to happen, so let me, let me, let me back up for a second. Why is the light side letting the dark side, sacrificing them, essentially? And that's what's happening. They're being sacrificed. Yeah. Why? Because first of all, the dark side wholly devoted themselves to doing evil and they trusted a snake. 
guess what? The snake bit them, is going to bite them because the snake doesn't care. He doesn't care about people if you were loyal or not. You think so? He didn't care. And he, he doesn't care. He, that they just want to get rid of the population, get rid of them. And because now you're going to think, well, these people are so good. This is so good. And we can all be one. Love, love, love. <laughs> right? We can all be one. This is the thing. And it's going to lull you to sleep. And with Nasara and stuff like that, we're going to be really comfortable for a little while, for a little yep. while. And that, my friends, and by the way, I'm setting this up. I'm going to be repeating some of this stuff, but I'm getting the audience ready. Uh, Jesse and I have talked about this stuff. We feel confident in our spirit this is going to happen. Yeah. Um, but that's how they're going to sell you the mark of the beast. Right. And, it's and such you a know, good thing. It's such a good thing. Yeah. Even, even, you know, I mean, you can go all the way back in Genesis to the time of Joseph and the Lord revealed to Pharaoh in a dream, you know, where he dreamt about years of, of um, good years, years of fat and prosperity. And then what happened the next seven years, you know, it was the worst famine and it didn't just hit Egypt, it hit all the nations. And we're entering into another time like that, where there's going to be this period of goodness. And instead of just sitting back, relaxing, putting our guard down, living life up, um, you know, what did Joseph tell Pharaoh to do during that time? You know, store up, build storehouses, get prepared, store up so that when those days hit, you're prepared. And how did God bless that? You know, not only was all of Israel saved, you know, but all the surrounding nations were saved because of Joseph's faithfulness and obedience to the Lord. And, and so that's what we want, you know, for everybody who's listening to our show, you know, we want to be those faithful, obedient Christians. Every decision you make is a life you know, and, and how many lives are we going to, you know, lay our lives down to save? And, you know, that salvation comes through, as we've said, Jesus Christ, like, it's not us doing it to be elevated or to the get repentance good. of sin, right? It's like, you know, it's also that people can physically and eternally be saved. Um, you know, they're going to come, they're going to, they're going to ask questions. How come you were prepared? How come you know what to do? And that's when we get the doorway, you know, to speak about our relationship with God and, and to share how the Lord moved in these preparation times beforehand. So, because he loves these people, he doesn't desire any to perish. You know, so the Lord is allowing us to, you know, work through these times of preparation because that testimony of, of his work in the preparation times is what will bring others to Christ in the future. And we were saying six months ago on this program that we're coming into a time of Joseph, yeah. um, you know, and making the comparisons with Cyrus and the mm -hmm. Babylon, like all of this stuff is God is a God of repeating patterns. 
Right. But the, the thing that's different here, and I just I just want to hit, make the rubber hit the road here for a second. So it isn't all about being a miser and putting into your storehouse right now. Because if you think about it, just think of what you have. Think of your material things, the things you've earned, the things like that. And look at your gas prices right now. Look at how food prices are going up. The inflation that they're pushing down the numbers, and the inflation is the greatest hidden tax. And so your money is worth way less than it was five, six months ago right now. So just putting away isn't enough. You need to start multiplying on what you have. And, And by the way, one of the ways you can do that is just through multiple streams of income. Look, if you've got uh, if you've got a day job, maybe think about doing something, you know, online or something like that that could bring you some extra money coming in because you need to start multiplying on your money right now because it's not just you and your family. Some of your neighbors are going to need you too. Yeah. And I love it. You know, it's important to I think that was one of the biggest things I realized out of the course that we teach, you know, creating wealth through stewardship is that that multiplication doesn't happen just because we get all of these extra venues. It's because of being obedient and faithful to God's principles, you know, and, and I'll just briefly, you know, give a little example here, but, you know, one of the things is, you know, contentment, you know, part of stewardship is learning to be content with what you have or learning to say, you know, I don't need more. And, you know, so the Lord wants us that increase, you know, doesn't come out of that heart attitude of I have to have more in order to survive. It comes through, okay, Lord, I'm satisfied with what you've given me this month. I don't need to be out there trying to, you know, earn more for myself, but how can I be faithful with what I have? How can I be faithful with the opportunities the Lord places in my life so that, you know, the blessing that comes from that then is the increase that is set aside, you know, for, for those times when others need it. And you're thinking that generational survival, you know, and, and that's, you know, where the Lord blesses it. So. And, and one of the things that have come up, and I, I didn't want to turn this into about our course, you but, know, it just kind of went. Yeah, I, I was just but trying it, to give examples. Well, no, I, I, yeah. I'm glad we did, because look, it's, it's important. It's an anointed course. But it is, we're called to steward everything. And being a steward means God trusts you in it because you have his heart essentially and by the way stewarding the word of god is another form of stewardship and you know there's just so much to it it's a deep dive and there's just it's real important uh at this time but i want to get off it uh i'll make an announcement about it at the end of the show because i don't want people to think we're just advertising (laughs) it just look it's so important it's so important to your life honestly It really is because it's the deception, but there's also the preparations and stuff like that. We have to do a lot more teaching. And Jesse, you've been actually adding uh, some videos, which are people are loving, by the way, I'm getting really great feedback on them. Good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah, there, there's so much going on, and like, okay, so let's let's look at the dark side for a second. Who's in the dark side? <laughs> Those are that's a pretty big generalization, um, and of course, you can't lump every group of people into it. But we could say that, like, there's three letter agencies that not everyone in them is bad, but the, the head of the snake is the head of the snake. Right. Um, we looked at actually one of the things that, uh, and I'll just say I, I've watched uh, Patriot Street Fighter and he broke some news that I thought was really, really super interesting. Mm -hmm. And it just goes along with, you know, look, our God is a God of repeating patterns and the counterfeit God who's going to rise up is a God of repeating patterns as well, because he's a counterfeit. So when we look at, you know, the corruption that we see in just about every single aspect of life in the courts and this and that, the news that he broke today, um, much like the Fed, the Fed being privately owned, the IRS being privately owned, the CDC privately owned i did not know that i guess if i really focused on and i don't focus on those issues as much but yeah privately owned make a lot of their money through uh supporting the the fauci ouchies for for kids that have been going on for decades they make incredible money uh hhs again publicly supported privately owned and they make profit on what they do all these organizing, it's every aspect of our lives is corrupt. Yeah. Corrupted by these people that we've put into trust. And, and most of us think that they're just, you know, that those, I don't want to call them organizations, but in essence, they are, you know, the, we think that they're a department that's set up to monitor, to, you know, provide safety, security. And now we're finding out they're really organizations. They are profiting particularly off of our children. And, you know, whether it's medical conditions, whether it's, you know, a child that's being sold for trafficking. Or yeah, other, child services. You think uh, that's supposed to be good. Right. All privately owned, uh, not not departments under our government, federally funded, but not departments of our government. Why That's would we federal, federally fund planned? I, I think I might even get a strike if I say it, but you know, the other We'll piece. just say, yeah, we'll just say that we can come up with a new name for it. You know, the, the, the we all know the privately owned women's health clinics. So planned purveyors of human meat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call them planned purveyors. You shouldn't be laughing. I was laughing at the name. I need to clarify because it really is disgusting and disturbing. Look, but, if we, we have, uh, that's a natural reaction when the stuff is so disgusting and disturbing. Mm -hmm. That's why we end up laughing on some of our scariest shows because how else can you react to this? It's not that we take yeah. pleasure in it. But it's a defense it's mechanism that God put in us. Yeah, it's calling. It's actually hearing. I mean, how many people actually say the truth? You know what it really is. 
So it's like the first times you hear that that publicly stated so blatantly, you know, it's just kind of shocking. Yeah, it is. And but look, that I, was a good name for them, Jeff. Very good name. Planned purveyors. Yeah. Yeah, that might stick. We'll see. <laughs> so Jesse, let's let's go back to the the events that you were at. Um, I'm going to ask a question. Were these events infiltrated? And is it possible some of the organizers are, let's say, on the light side of the system? Yeah, the answer to that would be yes. Uh, there was definitely a strong, um, you know, presence that was there that, uh, you know, we had to have our armor on the entire time. We had to be very careful, you know, in our conversations and, yeah. And, and one of the things that you said pre-show to me that I found really interesting, we didn't expand on it, was it seemed like over time through throughout the weekend that more and more people were coming up for more ministry help rather than listening to some of the stuff that's being spoken from the stage, let's say on a bus tour. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, you know, we got to go the first day of the conference uh, for that whole time, but then the second, third and fourth days, the majority of our time was spent ministering to individual people uh, that the Lord would bring. And, um, you know, we still got to interact during social times and things like that with the, you know, the bulk mass group of people that were there, but the Lord really had us there to do a lot of individual ministry with people. It was almost like it from my, and now I wasn't there, but it sounded like, you know, just from some of the texts and things like that, that you sent me, Jesse, that it was almost like two different conferences. Yeah. It, it very much was. Um, I don't know how to describe that to people, but it was very interesting because you did have, you know, what was being presented kind of as the face front and then what was really happening behind the scenes. And there was a full-fledged battle going on behind the scenes, but everything at the face front looked and felt really good. So I don't know how to describe that another well, way. So that's an interesting word you just brought up, or words, looked and felt. Yeah, they really targeted the emotions and wanted people to feel, you know, comfortable, relaxed, to leave feeling good. Um, you know, the overall feeling I would say they were trying to make you leave with was that security that you had control but yeah. you know what so that's the good part of the message in in some ways and you know th this might sound shocking look I, I you know where my heart is if you've listened to the broadcast I believe in God I know what's going to happen like the the end times he's given us a good enough picture to mm -hmm. discern but you know the, the light side is sacrificing the dark side. And I'm kind of rooting for the light side because I want to see these people, you know, pay for right. their crimes. I, you know, that yeah. might be bad, but I want to see it. Um, and, but because the light side is going to come up no matter what. 
Right. Okay. So we could we could live under the dark side's rule until the very end when the you know the fake Jesus rises, or we could have at least a little bit of good time and a better harvest for for the real God under the light side. Yeah. That's going to happen, but it is going to happen. Satan is the god of this world. He's going to hand it over to Lucifer, who's the bringer of light. Yeah. And it was interesting as you were talking, like the Lord kind of hit me with something. Um, you know, in his word, sin is sin. But it's interesting that um, we're almost being put into this position where we're distinguishing between sins you know we're willing to you know get rid of all those who have been involved in pedophilia and child trafficking and drugs and you know what we consider sheer wickedness and evil um and yet we kind of are embracing pride and a form of godliness and we're not putting the same weight in the sin meter on those, you know, it's almost like, Oh, it's okay. Yeah. You know, to, to you're, you're so right in saying that because yeah. the, the, the sin is still sin. Sin is sin. Yeah. And you know, listen, it's just the, the human part. Uh, I want to see that stuff end because I want to see kids stopping right. and I don't want to see, but the, but the, we're trading it off for the greatest deception in the world, which is, which leads to eternal uh, if you make the wrong choice. So, right. you know, look, it's just look, it's going to happen, folks. It's you know, um, that's why this show is going to be so important because as we we've dropped so many bombs just in this show today. Honestly, if you have discernment, you're going to pick them up. And if you don't, we're going to keep repeating some of this stuff so you do get the discernment. And as we get more and more, in fact, Jesse, um, let's pray for our discernment and our audience to receive because discernment is a gift. I agree. And would you pray for us, uh, you and I, and everyone who hears the sound of our voices to receive that gift of discernment? And we and we're going to ask if you even if you think you have discernment, I pray for it every day, you know, pray, pray this along with us and uh, we're going to need it. Jesse, would you leave us in a prayer? Heavenly father, we thank you for this time together. And your word says that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask it of the Lord who will supply it in abundance. So father, we just ask for that, that wisdom and the discernment that goes along with it, that you would help us um, to understand and to have knowledge and to really see what is going on, what we're facing. And as we have that discernment, Lord, we ask that you would also give us that wisdom and understanding that we would know what to do with that discernment, that we would be able to discern your will in each matter, in each situation, each moment as it presents itself, Lord, and that we'd be able to do that together. And I just ask for that special protection over Jeff and I and everybody in our audience that together, um, you know, we would have that mind of Christ, that we would 
um, not have the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind that you give us, and that we would stand firm in that, knowing that you've given us a mind, not only that is covered by the salvation that you've given to us, but that part of the protection you put over our mind is, is your own thoughts, your own wisdom, your own understanding, and that you're willing to enter into that place with us um, to guide and lead and instruct us in the ways that we should go according to your sovereign will. So we thank you for that, Lord, and we praise you. And we just ask for this in your powerful name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we've got a lot to unpack in the coming months, Jesse. Uh, this is going to be an amazing ride. And, uh, and by the way, if you're wondering what you want to discern against, uh, the next Revelation Sunday, we get into the wrath of God, which yeah. my contention on previous Sunday was we get taken up in the air right before the wrath comes. Uh, I'm going to further make my point. Jody didn't agree with me, but remember, <laughs> I won't even think. We're, we're about opinions, not. <laughs> I'm not cocky at all. Not who's right. You know, who's right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's just a, that's just a fun thing. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't think I've ever shared where it comes from before we started this show. No, you haven't. <laughs> so it came from my daughter. Huh. And my daughter gives me a lot of wisdom. Uh, from time to time, she's, you know, in her late, later 20s now. And uh, she's like, Dad, all that stuff I because she's super smart. She's smarter than me. Mm -hmm. But all that stuff I would tell her and she argued and, you know, she debated and I'm a really good debater. She's really good debating <laughs> and forceful. And, uh, and she goes, Dad, you're right. <laughs> so you came up with the who's right <laughs> well yeah and, and because the uh it was a play on words so when i originally came up with the title right on radio it was first of all i didn't think about it it just came to me and then just like live right in the right world just came to me but right on radio was essentially more the right side of politics um you know not right against left or anything like that just more independent thinking but it tends to be more on the right and that's where it came from yeah that's funny interesting yeah and then then uh before i did my very first show and the first show was the great awakening and by the way i listened to it probably probably about five months ago now and i was just horrified but i knew it wouldn't be good because you know it's you gotta start somewhere and it's really hard particularly when you're by yourself to sit in front of a microphone and talk right it's it's not easy folks you know well i just thought of another one this will probably be more meaningful to you jeff but you know just how divine god is in his sovereignty you know you kind of had all these little thoughts about you know the meaning behind it this interesting scripture says that we shall reign with him. Where do we reign from, but from the right hand side of the father, you know, we reign with Christ on the right hand side. And, and so. he's on the right and he's on the radio. That's right. <laughs> hey, right on, right on, right on. <laughs> 
Well, that was a that, listen, Jesse. Uh, we I think we did a fantastic show. I think there was a lot of bombs in here today. Yeah. We went over them quick, so use that new gift of discernment and uh, and pick it out. And uh, so I I did say I would mention the the uh, the creating wealth course. We didn't mean to do that thing in the middle, um, but it's a good setup for it. So the price of it is going up today, and I've always want to be completely upfront with our listeners. Listen, you guys have been faithful to the show. You've supported the show. You've supported Jesse. You've bought her books. You're on Patreon. You've supported the Podbean fundraiser. Um, you know, it means a lot to us. And so I want to be really, really blunt. And Jesse, you're actually going to hear some of this for the very first time also. But so part of the reason that the price is being raised is, first of all, when we were initially discussing and just based on some of my experience doing public speaking and selling seminars that I was doing, you know, things like this course typically sell like the proper prices like 500 bucks, 499. But I always want to give more value. So we, Jesse and I discussed and actually the right price that it should be selling at is 397. That's really what the value, so it brings lots of value. No one will feel ripped off at that price or anything like that. And we gave it really affordable because we wanted a lot of people and the people who have been with us from the beginning to get on board right away. Uh, why isn't it free? Because if it was free, there'd be no value in it and you wouldn't do it. In fact, I, and I'm not coming against our generals here, but I'm just going to ask a question. And actually, I want our generals to respond because we gave a super value price to the people who've really worked hard as volunteers for us, mm -hmm. uh, really worked hard, super hard. And we appreciate them. And it was just a little token. But because they got such super value, I wonder if they started. Because there's something psychological. If you don't put something in, it's hard to take out of it, right? Yeah. So originally we said the price was going to go up to 297 and, and that's pretty accurate. Um, however, the actual listed price is going to be 497. Yep. And what we're going to do is we're going to be offering coupons for $200, sometimes for $100, sometimes, and then we'll take it off and just have it at $500. Part of the reason we're doing that, and I just want to be really straight up, is we had that great guest, Tina Griffin, on. We're partnering with Tina Griffin, so we're going to an audience that isn't intimate with us. And there's if, if something is too affordable, it doesn't seem like it has enough value to buy. Sometimes a higher price actually will convince someone to buy. But what we're going to do is we're going to offer it at 497 with a discount code to make it that 297. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's a bit of a marketing ploy. I want to be straightforward. We're not playing games. It's just, look, it, it, God gave me an entrepreneurial gift. And, you know, the, these are some of the things I've learned and I'm teaching you at the same time by telling you and being, uh, you know, really contrite with my words and, and straightforward yeah. with it. So the price is going to stay at 197 for till past the end of the day. In fact, what I'll do, because I said it till June 1st, so I will make it the change first thing in the morning when I get on the computer. Because I got to make a whole bunch of other changes to the course as well. So 
Uh, if you're going to be starting the course, if you just bought today or something like that, uh, what I'm going to do, Jesse, because we're, we have a new audience coming on again, I just want to be straightforward. Mm -hmm. First of all, the course is best taken if you take pauses between the courses. Don't binge watch it. Don't think you know everything. You have to, you have to meditate. You have to take time in prayer and stuff like that. So I'm going to actually force people to do this. I'm going to drip out content. So you can go through the introductory video, uh, and then the first vi then the first video, uh, and then pause for a week. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't. The next video won't unlock for a week, and then and you know the next one it should be almost a month. That you have to after yeah. the, the the second step, but I'm only going to make it a week. But I'm making it a week so you actually have time to do the little bit of homework. It's not a lot of homework. But the second course is like, that's the glue that holds everything in. And if you don't do that, it's just, you know, you, you might still get some benefit. But if you do, if you do these steps, you really will get benefit. So I'm going to change it to drip out the content. And I figured out how to do that technically. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so that that's just the honesty. So um if you were thinking about it, uh, today is the cheapest, and then it'll be up a hundred bucks at two ninety-seven. But on the very first page, it's going to say four ninety-seven. But I'll be giving out coupon codes. Any final thoughts, Jesse? No, I'm excited. I mean, we've got some good stuff on there, and you know, I just keep thinking. You know, I invested a lot in my education. You know, fourteen years worth of chaplain school and spiritual courses, and you know, I wish I could have gotten a better price on mine, but it's like when you're, you know, at the universities, it is, it's, you know, an eight week course for a semester or a 12 week course, you know, you're paying the 1200 bucks for it, you know, so this is good stuff. And we continue to put, you know, out there, the realness of it, you know, we've got, I've been doing the extra videos and things for that. And, you know, walking people through, my own personal experience with the different steps. So it's good. Yeah. And listen, we, and we encourage you, if you have kids or grandkids that you yeah. invite them over to your house and you go through it with them, like we don't want you giving away your passwords and stuff because we'll actually detect that with IP. But, um, you know, listen, if you buy it, you're buying it for your family. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, share, especially with your kids and grandkids and your, make sure if you're married, you go through it with your spouse uh, we've made it purposely, you know, not super religious or faith-based or anything on purpose, just so you get the steps, the facts, the things that the action steps that you take and will make a big difference. And honestly, it doesn't take a lot of time. To, if you spend, you know, a little bit of time each month, you can create wealth through stewardship. Yep. Amen. Not get rich quick. Very important. <laughs> it's not a get rich quick. If that's what you right. want don't buy it all right good show jeff very good jesse good to have you back we missed you on sunday yeah i i can't wait i'll catch up this week and we'll be out together next sunday so in the meantime remember love your god love your family love your neighbors and make a difference in your community Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio.